Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Family, what I want to do is introduce you to our guest in this hour. All right. As we get started, I want to let you know that our first guest is named Lamont Jones. You say, who is he? Well, let me tell you. He is a boxing business attorney and executive and author of the book, The Gist of Bid Whist. Yes, yes, yes. For all of you Bid Whist fans out there, uh, I am expecting you to join this conversation. You know I am. You know I am. So without further ado, family, I invite you to the conversation with none other than Lamont Jones. Hello there, family. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you here. So, so, so happy to have you here. Lamont, I like to talk with our family members for a little. I was sharing with Lamont family that I like to talk with you all for a minute because I like to know what's going on with you and for you. Before, you know, I introduce you to some new family members. And uh, I was telling Lamont, I said, well, now we got to talk about Bidwist. I don't know anything about Bidwist. So Lamont is going to bring me up to speed. And I know, I know, I know I probably lost some points with some of you because some of you are probably saying, what? You don't know how to play Bidwist? Well, I don't. I don't know how to play spades either. So guess what? <laughs> you all are about to be mad at me. You're about to be mad. I know you are. <laughs> but Lamont, again, welcome. Please tell our family members just a little about you. Sure. I am a, I'm a car game enthusiast, born and raised in Oklahoma, now a proud resident of Chicago. Um, in my day job, I'm a lawyer in the boxing business. I work with... Uh, Al Heyman's premier boxing champions platform. And uh, I'm the author of The Gist of Bid Whist, uh, which I wrote because I believe that card games connect people. And I believe that the rich story of Bid Whist deserves to be widely known. Mm, you know what? There is some truth to that statement. Card games do connect people. I, I, I can identify and relate to that. I, I can definitely, definitely family. As I'm thinking about it, how many of you know how to play bid whist, spades, pinochle, all of that? How, how many of you, how many of you, particularly and especially bid whist, but how many of you are card games, card games enthusiasts as well? I do want to share that some more family are checking in. Steve Manning is checking in. Hey, he says. And Malcolm. Hey there, brother Malcolm. He's checking in and he's watching from West Mount Airy, listening as well. Still feeling the pain from last night. Yeah. Well, you know what, Malcolm? I'm with you. Okay. I have my tail between my legs, just as you, because our birds did not take flight last night. Okay. I'm with you on that. I am with you. And Darren Lighty. Hey, Darren. So nice to have you join us. You don't know how to play it either. Well, good. Good, 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 because Lamont is going to fill us in. He's going to tell us all about it. Uh, Malcolm says his black card is in danger, too, when it comes to cards. <laughs> so it looks like we're all ready for the lesson. Darren says he knows how to play Go Fish. That's it. That's, that's what he knows. So, okay, 
Lamont, I want to know first, because there's so much to cover in this hour. Mm-hmm. I want to touch, now, one thing I do want to touch before we get into the book, because I have so many questions about the book and about the game itself. I shared with our family members that you are a boxing business attorney. Mm-hmm. Now, what exactly does that entail? Well, our company manages more than 100 boxers, manages or advises more than 100 boxers, and we uh, arrange big-time elite professional boxing matches. So when you see uh, you know, Showtime pay-per-view or big-time matches on Fox, uh, oftentimes uh, that's associated with the Premier Boxing Champions brand. And as one of the lawyers for the company, you know, I get a chance to, uh, to get involved in, uh, in a lot of that action. So you negotiate the big contracts. That's what you're telling us. That's what that's what that sounds like, Lamont. Not 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 necessarily, but uh, you know, there's there, there's a there's a lot that goes into arranging uh, matches and events and that sort of thing. So you know, some of that work trickles down my way. That sounds. Um, you know what? That that makes sense. So do you attend a lot of the fights, or do you just are you just in the the back, background? Well, certainly background, but you know, absolutely requires attendance at at events. So. Yeah, probably, you know, we get out to, you know, 10, 20 events a year for sure. You know what? I didn't expect you to say that your your attendance was required. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we want to keep the relationships with with the boxers and the people that we're in business with. So sometimes that requires some some face to face time. Sure. sure. No, that makes sense. It makes sense to me. But I thought you were going to say, no, no, no. You know, I handle things on the back end. I'm in the business side and, you know, not always. I'm not there. Well, that's, that's interesting. So, OK. All right. Lamont. How OK. What is Bidwist? Tell us about Bidwist, please. So, so it, as you know, it's a card game, right? Yes. Um, it's a partnership card game where uh, teams pair up and, and try to win books or, or tricks, as they're called. Um, but uh, you know the thing that, uh, that that jumps out to me about Bidwist is it's it's more than just a card game because it's also uh, a very potent force for connection, right? Mm. Uh, the, the the smack talk is part of it, but the connection, the the bonds that you build with the people you you play with and the people in the room, uh, those last even after the games are over, even after the competition has ended. Well, that's true. And, and, I'm, and I, I want to. I've heard a couple of folks say, you know, I don't play and that sort of thing. And I want to sort of dispel the notion that you know having card sense is some sort of mystical ability that you're either born with or you can never you know enjoy the festivities. You know, the reason I wrote the just a bit was is to break down the elements of of, of card games and make it accessible to everybody, right? Mm. Because uh, these skills are accessible to everybody, and 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 the joy uh, that they bring is worth uh, you know learning the skills, applying them, and 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 having fun playing games like spades and and hearts and bidness. Well, you uh, look. I want you to know that you have our family members talking. Okay, uh, Steve Manning. Hey there, Steve. So happy to have you join us. He shares. Don't feel bad. I don't know how to play either. And Cheryl says. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight, Lamont. Good evening to you. Nasir shares, I've never played cards a day in my life. I, you know what, family? Cheryl said, I play 500, pinochle, and spades. Cheryl, I need to come visit you because I don't know how to. I Now, 500, I'll give you a good run for your money. But pinochle and spades, I don't know. Man, my family, you know what? I'll tell you this because you, you said something. You said about uh, like people, about us coming together. So growing up, 
my family, well, my uncle had a speakeasy, but, but, but my family had a card game going every day, every day, every day. But Pinochle was the game of choice. Mm-hmm. And you were not an adult unless and until you knew how to play Pinochle. So I guess I never grew up. But when you were talking about, you know, the camaraderie and just the, just the love because there was an and the smack talk. That was all day, every day with my family. But we as kids, we enjoyed it because it was so much fun watching the family. It was so much, so much fun watching the adults in the family. But they, <laughs> i tell you something. There were some fights sometimes over the over those card games too. No doubt. No doubt. I, I, I learned to play. I grew up playing spades, um, you know, fell in love with spades. Uh, when I went to law school is when I learned to play Big Whist. And there were, there were four of us. And if three of us, you know, were gathered ready to play a game and the fourth brother was in class, oh, we'd go and get him and say, look, we need a quorum so we can conduct this business. Right. So we were we were we were serious about about the playing. But uh, so how many how many players are required to play Bitfist? Four players. Just four. Two two partnerships, four players. Okay. Okay. So start. Okay. So when you talk about to. To to uh, you, the goal is to acquire a book or a suit. Absolutely. So in the just a bit, we start from the very beginning, right? We talk about what makes card games so special, right? Uh, why are they? How can they be both accessible to newcomers, accessible to people who not yet played, but also enthralling enough and sticky enough that veterans, you know, play all the time and every weekend and every night, like your your folks did in the speakeasy. Uh, so, you know, there, there, there's some magic to the cards that sort of allows that to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, the entry fee, the key to enjoying all this goodness is good, sound, fundamental card skills. And those can be attained by anybody. And we we share those and break those down into just a bit with uh, starting with the very basics. So that's that's why I say the book is welcoming uh, for everyone. Well, family, here we are. Hello and welcome. If you've just joined us, you are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Lamont Jones and we are talking about his book, The Gist of Bid Whist. Now, we're about to go to a commercial break in a moment or two, but when we come back, Lamont, I have a question for you. So I'm going to let you stew over it during the commercial break. But my question is, why Bidwist? You're a card game enthusiast. I want to know why Bidwist, especially and particularly. That's what I want to know. So family, guess what? If you have a comment or a question, feel free to join the conversation. You know what we do here on Love and Life. And you know that you can drop your comment or your question in the comment section you can also give us a call. You can do that by dialing 215-634-8065. You can even call us toll free at 1-866-361-0900. I want to know if you play Bidwist. I want to know if you're a champion at Bidwist. I want to know it all. That's what I want to know. Lamont and I both, we want to know. So, Know that the phone lines are open and feel free to comment on our socials. But whatever you do, family, stay with us because we will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. 
Hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Lamont Jones, the author of The Gist of Bidwist. I love it. I love it. Okay, so before the commercial break, Lamont, I was asking you, since you're a, a card game enthusiast, why Bidwist? Now, after this question, I am going to ask you how we play it because I didn't let you finish that. But why? Why Bidwist? Sure. Three things come to mind, right? Uh, first and foremost, I think Bidwist is sort of the ultimate card game. Right. All of these games, spades, hearts, euchre, they're sort of branches from the same tree. They have common elements. Uh, but to me, Big Whist is to these games kind of like uh, Whitney's version of I Will Always Love You is to, to Dolly's classic original. Right. The, the original is the foundation and it's excellent. But when you add, you know, Whitney's wondrous voice and the additional musicality and that that extra soul, you get something magical. And that's what Bid Whist is, in my view, uh, relative to these other games. It, it sort of remixes the elements of the game and it gives us something special. The second thing is, after I'd been playing Bid Whist for maybe 10 years, I began to learn that it had a special connection to the Black community. Before that, I didn't really, you know, I, I'd grown up playing spades, I played some hearts, and I thought Bid Whist was just, a, you know, just another game in the family. Uh, but a friend mentioned to me that the game was popularized by the Pullman Porters on their journeys across the country. And I began to pay attention and, you know, run into people who say, oh man, I almost flunked out of college because of Big Whist. And I just uh, began to understand and appreciate the deep connection uh, that Big Whist has had with the black community. And that um, enhanced, you know, my love and, and respect for the game. And, and then thirdly, uh, I may have mentioned this earlier, but as much as I enjoy the competition, as much as I enjoy the smack talk, and believe me, I can talk my share of the smack when it's time. Um, I really appreciate the connection of the game, right? Mm -hmm. And that was that was driven home for me when my daughter was eight years old. Uh, her mom and I had gone through divorce. My daughter was talking to a therapist who asked, you know, how she felt about her new life. And my daughter says, well, I'm sad and angry. And when the therapist says, well, have you told anybody about this? Uh, Aaliyah, my daughter, in her eight-year-old way says, well, I've told my daddy because when I'm with him, we're playing cards. And when you're sitting there playing cards, you got to talk about something. Right. And that that really drove home for me. And I started to reflect on the bonds I had formed with my law school buddies, uh, the mm. bonds with, with other people playing Big Whist. And that that uh, drives home for me the fact that it's more than just a card game. It's a force for connection. And I want to share that that joy, that connection with other people. And that's a big part of the reason why I wrote the just a Big Whist. So were you playing Bidwist with your daughter? At, at oh, absolutely. And I, I saw someone in the chat mention earlier, they play Uno or Go Fish. That's how it started with my daughter, right? <laughs> Uno. And one day, you know, she says, Uno. And I said, oh, that's great. What color is the card you have left? And she said, green. And I said, well, I'm going to put a wild card down and change the color to red. And she says, oh, that's no fair. She cries. She leaves the room, whatever. The next time we play, the same thing happened. She says, Uno. I said, what color do you have? She says, you know, red. I said, well, mm -hmm. change the color to green. And when I did that, she threw down a green card and said, I win, I win, right? <laughs> Where I was going with it. So that's when I decided, you know what? I'm going to start teaching her, you know, uh, war. I declare war. Mm. And by the time she was seven or eight, we were playing some serious bid with. You know, I love that. We were, we were taught... 
gin rummy or 500 at her age. That was what we were taught to play. We were, <laughs> we went from Uno, go fish and all of the two gin rummy. Uh, so I, I can definitely relate to that. So she, now she would tell you, Carol, that her favorite page in this book is page six because it's a picture of her when she was about eight years old oh uh, sitting at the table, having won her first uh, competitive bid whiskey. I love that. I love that. Wait. Okay. So now it, I'm terribly it, it, sorry, family, because I'd asked you earlier, Lamont, how we play. And I did not give you the opportunity to finish sharing that with us. And I want to know. <laughs> this is, this is fair. Um, I think that, I think the best way for me to answer it, Carol, is to say, um, you know, I break, I break the book down into five sections, right? And, and, and section one, as I mentioned earlier, is, you know, the, the, the basics of card games. And, and, and we get into that, you know, it's starting with, hey, what is a book or what is a trick? And, you know, what does it mean to follow suit? And, you know, what's a trump card and all that? So we start uh, with the very basics. Then we get into what I call bid whisks twists, right? And that's when you get into some of the terminology of bid whisk. And that's when you get into some of the elements that, that, that separate bid whisk from some of the other card games. Um, okay. As you go through the book, we 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 get into. Um, well, I'll say it this way: in in part three, and and this is this goes directly to your question because whenever you're playing a game like spades or or bid whisk, you, you're going to have one of three roles. Okay, either okay. you're going to be the person who's leading the hand, right? You told us what the trump suit is and that sort of thing, all right? Or you're going to be that person's partner. I call that person the supporting partner. Okay. okay. If you're not the hand leader or the supporting partner, you're going to be one of the two defenders. Okay. Trying to trying to stop the offensive team. Okay. So what we do in the just a bid list is I tell you what you need to do in each of those three roles, what your strategic imperatives are, you know, what you should do, what you need to avoid doing. All right. So that that's how we go about um, sharing the game. It's kind of like a workshop in a book, frankly. Okay. Okay, so now, Lamont, I want to make sure I have at least a few, you know, tidbits on how to play Bidwist. I know that it's a four-player game. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's similar to Spades in how you were just explaining um, how you have your partner and you're playing against the, you're playing against the other two. Is it two on two, or is it? You're exactly right. It's very similar, okay. to Spades, right? That and and again, um, Spades, Hearts. Bidwisk, Bridge, they're all branches from the same tree. They're all, they're like sibling games. So some of the common elements or some of the elements of, of spades and hearts, they'll serve you well in Bidwisk because it's the same concepts. You know, what are some of these concepts? You know, you, you've got to follow suit, right? You've got to, mm -hmm. you got to understand what, what the Trump card or what the Trump suit is and, 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 you know, that that sort of thing. OK, so if if the, the goal is to to acquire a book or a suit, am I am I looking to acquire two in the same suit for the whole suite or? or oh, what am I? So you're, you're, you're throwing some gin rummy concepts on me. But let, let me let me let me let me explain it in this way. This is how I explained it to my daughter when she was six and seven years old. Right. Okay. But in the in the earliest game, it was it was called whist. I call it old whist. And Old Whist was the most popular game in the world, you know, in the 1600s, 1700s, the 1800s. And I didn't say the most popular card game in the world. It was the most popular game in the world, right? Wow. And the, the, the way they uh, played that game was, 
you know, they deal out all the cards to the four players and they just see, uh, you know, which partnership could win the most tricks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and you win a trick by, you know, if, if you if the first player plays a heart, for example, whichever player plays the best heart in that round is going to win that trick or that book. Okay, Um, so in 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 old whist, uh, when you when you deal out the cards like that, there are 13. Each player will hold 13 cards. So you try to see which partnership can win the most out of those 13. Okay, and that's that's that same concept has followed through through spades, through bid whist, through bridge, etc. So that so the basic the basic um, element is. Out of the out of the thirteen cards each player is initially dealt, how many of the how many of the tricks can your partnership win? How many of the tricks? Or, or the books, yes. Okay, or the book. Okay, see, I don't know the terminology either. You see, I have to get the terminology too. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, and, and, all right. And in my defense, Carol, I'll say you know I think I break it down a little bit better in the just a bit wist. Uh, uh, than I did just there because, like I said, we start at the beginning and go right through. So you really dig deep in the book. You're just giving us, you know, some some of the, you know, some of the, the ingredients in the stew. But in the book, you really dig deep. Absolutely. Because the, okay. objective, the, the objective is to get more people playing the game, get more people talking about the game, sharing the joy that the game has brought me over all these years. Um, and, and I think, you know, this, this is, this is the best way I know to do it. So you feel that uh, I would, I would receive more joy from Bidwist. This is, this is the game of all games. 100%. Not, not just the fun, not just the competition, uh, but the relationships with the people at the table, the relationships with the people at the room, in the room, you know, the laughter, the joy, that's it. That, that same vibe that you noticed in your in your folks speakeasy back in the day. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of that joy. So, I, you know what? And I think you alluded to it earlier when you were sharing the story about um, teaching your daughter, um, mm-hmm. you know, how to play the different games. But why does Bidwist mean so much to you? Mm-hmm. I, I, I would say because of... Um, because of the relationships that I've formed with some of the people that I've played okay. with, that's, okay. that's a big part of it. Because, you know, I'm competitive by nature and I, okay. I want to win and thwart and, and, and be whoever I'm playing with. Uh, but but that extra element, uh, the fact that, that the game has this rich cultural backstory, uh, that, that kind of seals the deal for me. That's why, for example, I, I insisted on putting a picture of the Pullman Porters on, on my book cover. Because, I saw that. Yeah, okay. I, I want to honor them and their contributions. And and in researching the book, you know, I learned that, you know, not only did they play on their layovers, not only did they, uh, you know, when they traveled around the country, they were telling people mm-hmm. about, you know, the great migration and, you know, what, what job opportunities might be available in this city or that city. They were sharing, you know, hey, here's the latest jazz records out of New York or here's the latest mm-hmm. records out of Alabama. But they were also sharing their favorite pastime their game, they played it so much they called it the Porter's game. They were sharing bid whist. And, um, you know, that that story was uh, very fascinating to me. And then as I researched further, I learned that bid whist was very important for the Porter's as well, right? Because they went through, you know, some tough years as they were trying to get mm. the, the union 
fortified. And Bid Wiss was one of the uh, one of the, the elements that kept them together and, and kept their morale. Wow. Oh, wow. So it had a, it held a great level of importance to them as well. Wow. Mm, family. Thank you for that, Lamont. Thank you so much, family. For those of you who have just joined us, welcome. We're so happy to have you here with us today on this Monday, December 11th. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. Um, Brother Malcolm shares that he's been to after-hour spots when the games were going on and it would get heated. Yes, <laughs> Malcolm, same here, same here. I'm telling you, my family's card games, they would get heated, and especially when you add other elements like alcohol. <laughs> that made for oh, a totally different story. Um, Cheryl is sharing a song. Cheryl, I want to hear this song. This song is about Pinochle. And she, she told me the song goes, the rubbing of the head, hi-ho, the dario, the rubbing of the head. Cheryl, I want to hear this song. I want to hear it, okay? Miss Lily is joining us. Hi there, Miss Lily. So happy to have you always, always, always. And Darren, hey there, Smitty. Smitty says he'll see me on Friday. Well, I'm so glad that you will. I am so glad that you will. Eric is joining us, just Rick, just Rick. And he shares, welcome, Lamont. I remember when my friends taught me how to play spades in my teens, and I was so excited of how much fun and competition there was. And I know quite a few guys and girls in the military who love to play bid whist. You know, I'm telling you, so I've heard the name mentioned in different circles, bid whist, but I, I didn't know, I never knew anyone who actually played it. Um, and I, I, I will share that uh, I was being taught how to play spades once by the great Will Downing. You were saying you were talking about him earlier uh, offline family because I know you're saying wait I didn't hear that part of the conversation it was offline <laughs> but he was teaching me how to play spades. I only played it one time had a great time but did not retain because I didn't play it enough and listen family I know how y'all are when you play these games like you said Malcolm it can get pretty heated if you don't know what you're doing in spades you had better listen fall back Fall back. I want to know, is the energy the same with Bidwist? Because it's serious. Spades is serious. Okay. Listen, you, you're, you're on to something with that, right? And that's, that's, this is a big part of why I wrote the gist of Bidwist, right? Which is you hear the smack talk, you know, you walk into a room, you don't necessarily know how to play. You hear the smack talking. As Malcolm said, it can get heated, right? That's a little bit intimidating, right? Um, when I when I left law school, I moved to a different city and I didn't have anybody to play the bid whist with. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But I would see in the newspaper like some card game stuff. And as it turns out, it was from the game of bridge. I didn't know how to play bridge. bridge. Um, so I couldn't decipher this stuff that was in the newspaper. So what I did is I went to a bridge club and started taking bridge lessons. And what I learned was, number one, you, you can't just go to the club and learn to play bridge in one night. As a matter of fact, you have to sign up for an eight-week course, okay, two or three hours each Monday night. And after that eight-week course, you know, you're pretty much a beginner in bridge. But I thought, man, what if bid whist could be taught in that same structured, unintimidating way, right? How many more people could we welcome to the table? How many more people would be able to experience this joy? And that is exactly why I wrote the Just a Bid Whist. I want to teach the game in a, in a welcoming fashion, you know, no stress. And by the time you uh, you get through this little workshop, now 
you, you know, you can you can go to the table and be comfortable and contribute and have fun and then engage in the smack talk. You said two at what? Heavens to Mercatroy family. Did you hear that? <laughs> I love it though. I mean, that is dedication. That's what that, that is intentional. I love it because that's what we are. That's what we do, especially when we want to know and we want to excel at whatever it is uh, we're trying to learn. Family, guess what? It's time for just another short commercial break, but stay with us because we will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Lamont Jones, and we are talking about his book, The Gist of Bidwist. There is something that I did not share with you earlier in the episode, and I would be terribly remiss if I did not do so. So I'm going to do it now. What I want to do is extend our gratitude to everyone who joined us this past Saturday for our annual empowerment experience held at Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church. Just special thanks to Reverend Dr. Alan Waller and the Enon family, the entire Enon family, as a matter of fact. Thank you to our beloved DJ Tactics for powering the music, to Mika Johnson from All Black Everything for facilitating the virtual live shopping experience, to Royal Zarasa and Brown's family ShopRite and partners for the food selections. Thank you as well to our sponsors and most of all, Just thank you, family. Thank you to all who showed up and showed out (laughs) by supporting our vendors and giving the gifts of culture this holiday season. The 2023 Empowerment Experience was sponsored by Comcast, Pico, Keystone First, Bank of America, The Fittler Club, Hers, Deets and Watson, Amorosos, and the Philadelphia Water Department. Before we move further, family, I do want to share... That our family members are continuing to comment. Malcolm shares, right, Carol? I would just lay back in the cut and sip on my drink and laugh and hope no fights would break out. (laughs) And Pamela, hi there, beautiful. Thank you for joining us. She shares, these games are a rite of passage in our family. Cards and Scrabble. We are in Indiana. I'm from Philly. We played Pinochle from a very early age in life, seven to eight years old. There are many lessons to learn counting cards. Yes. Colors, knowing the suits, etc. She shares that she moved out there and had to learn spades and whist. She hasn't gotten very good yet, but she said the kids have coined the phrase. There are no fiends in phase 10. Oh, there are no friends. Would it be? Are there are no fiends in phase 10 or no friends. I'm sure. Not sure. Not sure. Not sure. And Will Downing, I shared, Will, that you taught me how to, sh- how to play spades. He said cards are serious business. Okay. Will Downing himself, he shares cards are serious business. Okay. (laughs) I want to take a moment to go to our phone lines. Pam is joining us on line one. Hey there, Pam. Welcome to the conversation. Hi, Carol. Thank you for taking my call. This is a topic that is very close to me because um, I, I started writing and all of the memories started flowing forward. And, um, so uh, it's supposed to be friends. Uh, friends, there are no friends in phase 10. And he was only about eight years old, but we have played card games with the kids since they were little. They're in their 20s now. But um, I had one cousin who at like 
seven years old, she could play pinochle so well. We didn't let her let her play with her mother because they would beat everybody because uh, Jada just had it. She knew exactly what to do in cards. <laughs> and she was only like seven years old. And um, she's just, yeah, she's smart and she caught on. And with Bidwist, um, where I live is between Il- Indianapolis and Chicago. And uh, they play lots of cards around here because it's so cold. And that's the way you stay warm. <laughs> you have what? all kinds of crazy things going on. Um, and, and I love all it. the trash talking. And, See, but I love that. I love that. Like you said, it's a rite of passage. It is. And they sit down at the table and we put all the, write down all the suits and what, what everything counts for and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they watch the oldsters play first. And then we bring in one of the youngsters and just add them. They start playing right beside us. And we play a lot of rise and fly. I think awesome. they do that in bid with also. Um, and the gentleman who wrote the book, I can't wait to get it. <laughs> I have to get it before Christmas because I know who I want to give it to for Christmas. My sister-in-law. Oh, she, I love um, that. He teaches me. He's been teaching me how to play bid with and this uh, up uptown and downtown and all the terms and I'm not as good as the kids. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's, isn't that usually how it goes? That, that's, yes. Yes. that was the way it was in our family. If I had stayed with it, I'd probably be good at it too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Scrabble is the other rite of passage game. Uh, you, you, for us, it was Pokino. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it's just fun. We get together and then we have some of the diehard old heads who talk mm-hmm. so much trash. And they do not lose. They would rather throw the cards in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> because it's real. It's yeah. real. <laughs> it is so real. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that that's something that um, I'm very thankful that we've had the opportunity to do. I mean, the kids have even learned they want to take a picture of the hands that they have. They say, I got to take a picture of the hands because y'all will never believe this. <laughs> See, that's how real it is. We said it's real. If you want it, that's real. That, oh, that's a hard, Carol, because, you, you know, especially the, the, the young people playing, right? Because, mm-hmm. first of all, you can kind of sneakily uh, teach lessons with card games. You know, lessons about teamwork and communication yes. and strategic thinking and, you know, taking the right risks and that sort of thing. So it, it warms my heart that, that, that the idea of young people playing been wasting other card games. Um, and then the, the other part of it, though, for me is, you know, if we don't pass down these recipes, you know, we, we can lose it. it because, you know, right. It, 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 it's, it's, uh, it, it shares it shares this sort of demographic challenge with, with Bridge because, you know, people think of it as, as a game. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. When I when I first uh, met my wife on one of mm-hmm. our early dates, uh, I thought things were going well. And I said, hey, listen, do you uh, you play Bid Whist? And she was like, I don't play that. You know, that. That's an old person's game. And, you know, I'm like, this is <laughs> right? Uh, 
my daddy will sit there and play bid whist all day and all night. And I was like, it's uh, right. You know, there it is. <laughs> now we got something we can we can work on. But uh, if, if we don't, you know, preserve the game and pass it down, then yeah. we lose it. And all of these games, though, Lama, Lama, I'm sorry to have interjected, but to your point, all of these games and, and like you said, there's so much that we can teach the little ones so much that we learned from it. Let me tell you one thing. We learned about the ways of the world, because when we talk about playing cards and we talk about how real it is and how serious it is. And just like Pam just shared, she said some of her family members, they don't play. It is what it is. And like you said, you were teaching your daughter, you know, the less that's a that's a lesson of the, what's the way of the world. Because nobody's going to get, they're not going to cut you any slack. And our family members, they did the same with us. If you win, you win. If you lost, you lost. And it made us want to try harder. It made us want to play more, but it also gave us more family time together. We used to play Pekino every Friday night. That was our, that was my family's game. We played Pekino and you had like even the little ones, because we would always say, we want to play. We want to play. Well, listen, you've got to learn first. You've got to learn how. So we had to pay attention, learn the rules, but we also got together. So to your point uh, about family and about camaraderie and about relationships and all of that, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I have uh, one of our, another one of our family members waiting to join the conversation for a moment. Ron is online too. Hey there, Ron. Welcome to the Hi, conversation. Channel. Hi, Hi Ron. And, and everyone. They asked them, they were talking about you and said the people came in Where's Cal when they got on me about, Ryan, you, uh, all somebody got to do is mention Cal's name and you go off to the races. <laughs> the most important thing I, I thought about Sandy Cal, Miss Barbara came in. Miss Barbara was a uh, mother and was an educator back in with Dr. Ruth Herring at the Belmont mm. School. And Miss Cal was going through a metamorphosis. And the reason I thought about you, she came out there on her walker and she was saying, because she heard me on the radio talking about, Williamsburg, which I want to go there. I heard about mm-hmm. to get some reflection back how it used to be, you know, coming out of slavery there and that Southern Africa. And, you know, we got so much to be thankful for. So they asked we me, did. which I told her that Cal was on, on her musical tour, spreading love. And I was talking to all the ladies at the different table. And, you know, Cal, it's just so very nice when we look around all the things we, we have done and we're going to do and all like that. And when I think about, when I think about Miss Barbara, she came out on her walker to be so nice to come out there and to share something with me, which I didn't know about. I thought about you when you cried for that gentleman, but your name escaped me right now. That she was in the same, you know, zone that that gentleman was in. Mm-hmm. And it was very touching that when people come together, whether it's at the Met, whether it's at the, uh, the church there, all those places are significant. When people come together, and people that care for people through the music, through expression, uh, it really can make a difference in life. So I want to thank all the people that was there. We had a chance to chat with a lot of the females. A lot of the majority was a lot of females there. And that was so important. And I was sharing with Miss Barbara in particular about my reason for speaking about a particular mm-hmm. no hanky tanky mess. I don't I don't do that. And I told them the reason why. And I said to her, my reason, I explained the reason why, you know, it's nice to have many things in life, but to be so mindful of someone else is not on the level 
Yeah, you're on, Carol. It's not a great level, but on the foundation of the infrastructures of people like and Mr. Bill and all the ladies you had on last week, and so many mm-hmm. others. And I say this out of beauty. The whole South Philly is my hope. And I know people back they can think what they want. That's all right, though. And I'm stopping thinking. And my question I want to bring to the listening audience, how many people's numbers have been very successful in their career and have the, the time to come back to their community, not only sing a song, but have a, have a pen outreach program what a wonderful thing to do, ma'am. I know we have got people doing community work. And for you to be where you're at today, God hope is my hope. I don't wish for nothing. It's my hope that people like yourself that is traveling, it can be very tedious, that the gift God will give you, beloved, and many others like you, ma'am. But we give Cal health and strength to continue to do that. And I'll close with this. You know, Cal, when you speak and you sing those songs, to someone else, it comes right back. It's 360. It comes right back to you. And you never know who life you're touching. I'm not talking around and nothing like that. But just a kind. And that jab in there, I start to think about, look at the people. Look at the people in this place here today, the females and all of them, all of them that's here today, to take a little time out and together. Mm. When people do that. We're really eulogizing one while we live and we commune with them and hear the entertainment and all going like that. That's not mm. Because if you live and pass away, it's what you do in life. You may can't do what Cal does or anyone else does, but you just can extend a kind word and it can change their one's life. So Indeed. thank you for all the things you're doing. I hope you, that you y'all, I, think, I know you said that on the Christmas show that people, Mr. Bill and them going to be, I hope people will get out and just support that. I know it got to make you feel good when your community that you come from and any others should, could come out and say, thank you, Cal. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. It, Ron, thank you so much, as always, for your vulnerability, for you. Your transparency, just for pouring into each and every one of us positively, as you always, always always do. We love you, Ron. We do. We do. We do. Family, stay with us because I have some more questions. Just two more questions for Lamont because we need to know from where we can buy this book. And I have another exciting guest for you to meet in the next hour. So stay with us, family, because we'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. Welcome to the top of the second hour of Love and Life. Yes, it is. We are talking with none other than Lamont Jones, and he is sharing with this with us about his book titled The Gist of Bidwist. Now, Eric, I saw your question. I don't want you to think that you were forgotten, okay? Because I did ask during the commercial break and Lamont shared that no, not yet. The, the casinos have not yet introduced 
did whisk. So family members, for those of you who are wondering uh, to what question that was the answer, Eric asked, there are so many card games at all the surrounding casinos. Have any of them introduced bid whisk? And Lamont shared, not yet. And uh, to Will Downing, I see you clowning me in the comments. I just want you to know he shares that he had the pressure. Okay. I, I did not bring any pressure. Talking about some sweet Lord. You know what? <laughs> you are a mess. You are a mess. That's what you are. But uh, before you leave us, Lamont, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for coming and sharing your time, your energy, your attention, your intention, your spirit and your knowledge with us. But before you leave us, would you please share with us from where we can purchase your book? Well, Carol, it, it's an honor to uh, spend some time with the person who's created such a lovely community and especially a person who's so talented and accomplished that she's shared the stage with the great Will Downing and the legendary Patti LaBelle. So thank you for having me this evening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that people will, will go to Amazon and go to barnesandnoble.com to purchase the Just a Bit Twist. And if you want to learn more about the book or if for some strange reason you want to learn any more about me, check out my website. It's called justabitwist.com. Um, I really uh, appreciate being here and, and, and talking about Bidwist because we want to share this game with people. We want to share the joy that it brings. Um, so thank you for having me. I just can't thank you enough. Now, I'm hoping that you will come back because now that we've started this conversation, I believe we're going to have a lot more conversations about these card games and particularly Bidwist because once our family members acquire your book, listen, we're going to need, we're going to need some guidance. We're going to need the pro. You know, we to converse to with us. We got to talk about it. Absolutely. All right. That sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you when you visit with us again. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? Because I want to make sure our family members are well-versed in the gist of Bidwist. Bidwist is the ultimate card game. It's accessible for everybody. I encourage you to uh, to pick up the gist of Bidwist and, and start your Bidwist journey. You hear that, family? You heard it. You heard it right here on Love and Life at WURD. Thank you, Lamont. Thank you so much. And we cannot wait to see you on your return. Thank you. Thank Take you care. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. <laughs>